Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. They got a pickle on that on that uh, uh, uh chicken sandwich. They got a pickle. Listen to me. They got a pickle on the chicken sandwich. That tastes like chicken. The pickle tastes like chicken. You hear me? Uh, yeah. If we're lucky, maybe there'll be a tornado. They'll call me the hose. And now, just listen to these real bean lovers. Um, I'm not that big of a bean fan. Our feature presentation. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 26th of August. Uh, hey, kids. Hey. Hey. Hey, what's up? I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm looking around the room, and I can't believe we didn't lose anybody in Las Vegas. I'm nah. stunned that everybody is back. Please, Vegas is our bitch. I see Kevin. I see Beer Mug. Mm-hmm. I see Dave. I don't see old man Ruben. Mm-hmm. He yeah. didn't die on the bus or anything, did he? Um, no, but he had the weirdest schedule of all because he came with us on the bus. And by the way, he was pouring drinks in people's mouths and stuff. Like, he was a crazy man. Wow. Old man Ruben let loose. Well, old man Ruben, you know, it's a fresh memory prohibition to him. And he, you know, he <laughs> likes to celebrate the fact that alcohol is legal. When we got there, I'm not positive he recognized me, is what I'm saying. And then, this was Friday, and then Saturday, he got up early and flew to, I believe it was Seattle, mm-hmm. to oh. a wedding. What? Yes. Was he working? No. It was, it was a, a friend of his or something like that. So he did three days worth of partying on the first day. Yes. And then got up early and went to another event where he probably partied more. Yes. He's also wow. he's smarter than anyone else because today he actually just took off. He has a day off. Or so, does he? he? Well, that's what I was told. He has the day he off. He has the scheduled day off? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Smart kid. Wow, he's and by so kid, smart. He's 107. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's had a he's had a lot of years to work out the angle. Right. <laughs> I am most shocked, and I know we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the party coming up in a few minutes. I am most shocked to see Beer Mug standing and alive. By the way, so am I. And I was seriously, with him, I was with him, with him this weekend. He was a mess. Really? Mm. No, I mean, buzzed. Let's just say buzzed. Yeah. He was a look, mess. Look, Mugs is a guy who enjoys a party. Sure. He's a, he's almost a party himself. Right. He's a party he's in a person. Party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he can't say no to anything for any reason. Which is great. That's why you want mugs at your party. Mugs makes for every party better. Yes. <laughs> and then if somebody goes, here, eat my shoe. He's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> he just, he can't. There's no Save way it to... for the segment, Okay, Kevin. sorry. Okay. 
<laughs> I just have one one question that I that I have to ask before the segment, and that is, did you guys make it to the old scrot? I know you were talking about mm-hmm. getting to the old scrot while you were in Las Vegas. We did, did you go? We did. Oh. We planned a whole nother weekend for that, though. Okay. Because we don't yeah. want to just, you know, you just don't want to do a run-by on that. You need no, some you gotta, time. Yeah, you need some time in the old scrot. got to dedicate. <laughs> yeah. You don't just tack that on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a destination. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited about that, and I'm also excited about this story. Um, you guys, you probably saw it was big uh, news over the weekend. The the uh, woman accused of uh, the first crime in space. Did you see this? Yes. I saw a little about it. I saw a headline that made no sense to me. I find this very interesting. Her, Summer Warden is a former Air Force intelligence officer. She lives in Kansas. She was married to an astronaut, Anne McLean. Now, they are breaking up. They are in the middle of a messy divorce and parenting dispute. And Summer Warden, on the ground, claims that her now former spouse accessed her bank account from space. She has filed a complaint with the FTC accusing her of identity theft and unauthorized access to the bank account. Now, they had a joint bank account, but apparently astronaut lady Anne logged into the account with Earth Lady Summer's username and password. She claims it was all very innocent that she was just doing it to make sure while she was in space for six months to make sure that uh, that the wife on the ground had enough money in her account to pay for the things that their child needed. Can I ask a stupid question? Please. You can get on the internet in space? Oh, yeah. She, oh, totally. Sure. Huh. Great oh, signal, people, too. Strong. People, yeah, people text, <laughs> people stream Netflix. I mean, you can do anything you I, want in space. I quickly i would have become an astronaut it's not that hard now <laughs> right? i thought it was i thought you were like desolate alone isolated no no and you and you she's see, hacking the nsa yeah <laughs> no problem and jensen you see uh, these astronauts that do uh you know facetime with classrooms and stuff like that and they get to ask questions of the astronauts in space and everything i just thought that was like so i thought that was like the one time like get it ready everybody crank it up I didn't, oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know you could like do it at any point no they got better internet than we do in this building that's for sure uh, wife on the ground says, I was shocked and appalled at the audacity by her to think that she could get away with that. And I was very disheartened that I couldn't keep anything private. Now, NASA has made no comment on this, even though it was a NASA computer. But I guess the only reason I bring this up is uh, I can't imagine it would fly. But a lot of times common sense is not enshrined into the law. In other words, you don't just look at it and go, well, obviously she's still liable for this. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is her attorney could argue the jurisdiction on this, right? She wasn't in America. Mm-hmm. I wonder that. She wasn't that. even on Earth. I wonder what the legalities are in space. Yeah. That's why I'm so fascinated with this story is I wonder if there's an outsy because she was in space. Like the way you can play blackjack like in the middle of the ocean, but you can't play yes. it like here yeah, in Los correct. Angeles. Exactly, yeah. Uh, International waters. We don't sure. call it an outsy, but yeah, I, we see what <laughs> no. you mean. Uh, I, I went wonder... to law school and that is, <laughs> okay, that is so the legal term for my it. Bad. Mm-hmm. I wonder sometimes um, like something will pop up on my computer and say someone tried to log on to your account from yeah. Des Moines. Did her mm-hmm. say someone tried to log on from space? And she's like, oh, I know who that is. Because that narrows it down <laughs> right? a lot. It does. I know. How many people do I know? Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> so I am just, I mean, there's not much of a story. This is just, you know, this is just a privacy issue between feuding parties. And I'm sure in most cases it would, you know, 
if they were still together, no one would care, right? But the fact is, they're breaking up, so that's why it's news. But I just, I can't, I kind of can't wait to see what the defense is and if jurisdiction has any play in this and if we now need to start making rules. If they're now you'd need to have laws. To. You'd have to, because then astronauts would go up into space and just do wild stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can't allow that. Or kill each other. Right. And go, well, you can't try me in America. I, it didn't happen in America. You know you know how they, they you know, they... Yeah, uh, you have to do, send people... Extradite yep, people. Exactly, yeah, yep. Yeah. We're going back to Mars. we got to try you for, <laughs> for murder. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I just think this is a fascinating new chapter, and I'm definitely going to be keeping my eyes peeled. As, uh, as someone said, the director of the Global Space Law Center said, and I love that there is a Global Space Law Center. That's a thing. Uh, the more we go out there and spend time out there, all the things we do here are going to happen in space. So this may be one of the first cases of that, but I'm fascinated by it. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Show, shall we? I would rather stab myself in the taint. Specific. Wow. <laughs> that was That's troubling. Not good. It means they don't want to see the show. Uh, on the show today, Wieners, what's up? Mm-hmm. Mm. Michael Snyder is going to talk to us about D23 and everything that was announced over the weekend. Wow. I thought I paid attention. Me too. every 10 minutes, there was something new coming out of D23 that looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, fights at a wedding. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is I think I'd turn off my heat and water before I wouldn't get D23. That's how essential it seems. Or oh, D- Disney, D- Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. That's, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, right. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much stuff they have. I True. got some D23 this weekend. <laughs> I bet you did. All right. All right. Uh, we have great news. Sad ending. <laughs> Everyone realized you weren't telling the truth, I maybe? I know. Oh, okay. Like a 23-year-old would be like, you want this, D? Oh, that's just sad. Uh, I have Andrew Luck in my fantasy team, so oh, that's going right. well. Cool. You're, you're in business, man. Got a great season for you. <laughs> and just after six, uh, highlights of the Kevin's uh, Party Bus to Vegas single Oh, party. cannot wait. Yeah, so that's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm always excited for the first What's Happening of the Week with Allie McKay. Find out what I might have missed over the weekend. Allie, take it away. Guys, we're going to talk to Michael Schneider from uh, Variety. He's the senior editor in a bit. He was at D23, the big yes. uh, Disney Expo in Anaheim. I know you guys were busy in Vegas. You probably weren't looking at your phone at every single bit of news that was popping up. Oh, like I imagine I was. them all at a sports bar, just like staring and screaming and yeah. cheering. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would see one thing and then just do something else for two hours and then see that there was seventeen things. I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's not I, possible, even if you're not doing anything to keep up with it. I took a nap and woke up to three of the greatest things of my <laughs> life. Um, but let's go through just some of uh, some of the highlights. Um, Ewan McGregor set to return as Obi-Wan Kenobi for a series on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, they showed um, a clip and poster teases of The Rise of Skywalker. Has everyone talking? Oh, my God, has Rey gone to the dark side? What's happening? Oh, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, and apparently there's uh, quite a bit of Princess Leia in that movie, right? Uh, yeah, Princess Leia is in it um, quite a bit. They're using, obviously, older footage from... Um, uh, Force Awakens, which I'm excited about. Yeah, me too. Because they're they're not going to use her as a you know the weird CGI stuff. It's going to actually be footage. You'll be of her. thrilled and you'll cry. Uh, oh, I are you kidding? <laughs> I cried during the first trailer that they announced. I I was a mess. Because Excuse me, I'm uh-huh. screaming. Because <laughs> you hear the Princess Leia theme, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it, oh. 
All right. Anyway, uh, Kit Harrington is going to join uh, one of his Game of Thrones alum, Richard Madden, in The Eternals. That's huge. They had everybody on stage. Brian Tyree Henry! Are you kidding me? Brian Tyree Henry. Love it. And... Kumail Nanjiani. No. Oh. Kumail Nanjiani. She, she, that was going to be gone was for she a while. Not, was she not going to come no, up with it? No, we may, have, got, oh. we may have said goodbye and... and yeah. Oh, it would have been, been, been Tuesday. I deserve right. to be it beaten. Been Tuesday. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, Why did I throw you a, a life raft? Because right? you're kind. Oh. Uh, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk are all going to get Disney Plus shows. Black Panther 2, we have a release date of May 6, 2022. That time it worked. Uh, Pixar will release two movies in 2020. Uh, one is called Onward with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Uh, okay. Another one, Soul, Questlove, and Tina Fey. Um, here's the thing. Here are the three things that I woke up and was like, oh, my God. It's like Disney. We haven't even hit it yet? No, we haven't no. even hit oh it yet. God. I woke up and thought to myself, it's like Disney Plus just gets me. And they want to make me happy. Just me. It's for you. So the Mandalorian trailer came out. It looks incredible. I was already in for that anyway. So November 12th, we know that. The Muppets are getting a short-form unscripted series called Muppets Now. Okay. At that, point, then, I was, at that point, I was drinking when I saw that, and I was mm-hmm. like, what? Are they talking about bringing them back? I had no idea. was goddamn Muppets. The Muppets. And I mean, uh, unscripted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's how all the best shows are made, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I, here's the thing. I've seen them riff together. They're very funny off-camera riffing, so mm-hmm. I assume that's what they're going to do. I can't wait. And then it's like the cherry on top. They're like, Allie, you love Bill Hader. You love Anna Kendrick. You love Christmas. Here's the trailer for Noel, which is the Christmas movie where they play Santa's kids. And Bill Hader is a very reluctant Santa. He doesn't want to really do it. Oh, man. Disney. I'd like to see it. Plus, and take Bi- all and, my money. And Billy Eichner. He is in it. He's mm-hmm. another one of the kids. He's an IT, though. So, therefore, he doesn't want to fill in for Santa. I learned a lot about wow. that trailer the eighth time I watched it. <laughs> Looks so good, you guys. But we're going to uh, get into more of that with Michael Schneider. He'll break it down for us. And it's cheap, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only cheap. The people at the D23 Expo got a deal because they're there. And yeah. they obviously spend money to be able to be there anyway with their... Um, Kumail Nanji? With their Kumail... <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani's. I mean, you're not even saying it right. I'm doing better than you are. Uh, well, true. Uh, they got a deal. They had to sign up for a three-year... Um, three-year... This is great. Uh, no, I mean, was she, was she was in, Vegas? in Vegas? This is crazy. Good God. I feel like a, I'm going to be forgiven for a lot of a mistakes today. A three-year contract. Uh, um, right. Good God. Okay. Well, that's tough to remember a sometimes. A three-year contract. Not a subscription? For four, no, no, because it's a contract. They have to do it for three years. Okay. So it's a sub- subscription, but it's a contract oh length of three years. Oh guess how just much warning. it was. It's six o'clock guess now. We're on the air. Guess just how much? Warning. Guess yeah. how much? A dollar. Four bucks, you guys. Jeez. It's only going to be four bucks? No, that's four bucks a, a month yeah. if they did that. If they were great. at D23. 
Uh, yeah. Fuck you're a D twit. Yeah. What about those of us that aren't weren't there? I think it's like seven. Six, yeah, yeah. six ninety nine. Well, that's and not bad. If you do the bundle of like Hulu, ESPN Plus, and that, I think they throw it at you. It's like yeah. twelve ninety nine. You're yeah. like here, just it's take it. Insanely inexpensive. All right. I can't. I can't. And when does all this? Uh, when does this programming begin where people can see it? Uh, soon, it? yeah, November twelfth will be yeah. uh, Mandalorian. All right. Come on, D Plus. I think we're in. <laughs> what? I said I think we're in. Not what I heard. Okay. Um. <laughs> Old script. <laughs> Why would Bean ever have said finger in? That's what I... Wow. Someone hit oh, it? Wow. Someone, you someone thought? hit the bell? Some birthdays Thanks. for you. Great birthdays, you guys. Macaulay Culkin, Shirley Manson, Adrian Young from No Doubt, Chris Pine, Melissa McCarthy, and John Mulaney. Oh, wow. That's the best this dinner party ever. The greatest... That's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. I can't repeat anything that was just said off the air, right? No. Yeah, no. Uh, no. no. I was private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what I can say is that Muggs, I know you're tired from the singles party weekend in Las Vegas. You are not allowed to have coffee today. Because coffee oh. is for closers. He just so you know, oh, coffee <laughs> is for closers. Just so you know, he said we stayed up until a certain time, uh, hanging out, and then I went AM or PM. That's how late. <laughs> yeah. That's how late it was in the morning. Right. Meaning it was AM, and we meant it kind of earnestly. Yes. Wow. So no coffee for you. All right, Kevin. So. You were dying to get back to Las Vegas. It had been a while, yeah. and you uh, put enough beer in the bus to head on out to Las Vegas with a bunch of K-Rock listeners. Yeah, we had two buses. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like a, a blast from the bits and pieces I saw online. After the show on Friday, we, I went downstairs, and there were two buses. And um, Muggs was in charge of one bus, and I was charge, in charge of the other bus. So okay. I got on the bus, and I said, look, here are the rules. N- number one, mm-hmm. don't be too judgmental about the way people look. That can hurt us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sit next to somebody that's maybe not your type and talk to them. Why not? Okay. Because beauty is more than skin deep. Correct. I think that's where a lot of people fall short because they Absolutely. just they look at a person they go, no. So yeah. you started off with, listen, a lot of fugs on the bus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll go, I'll go need, I'll go don't need judge love the fugs. Oh, yeah. oh By the way, I, uh, I couldn't agree <laughs> and I couldn't want to echo what Kevin just said, not just for this singles party, but in life. If you knew how many people end up being happily married who were repulsed by each other the first time they saw <laughs> Honestly, each other. Honestly, thank God for Donna. That's how Bean... <laughs> thank God for women in general. Well, yes, exactly. Absolutely. It, yeah. you, it, doesn't, you, it doesn't have to to be instant sexual attraction for the person to end up being a great person for you to be with. So I just wanted to mention that. So then I go to number two. No number number two. two. Number no two, no number two on, on the bus. bus. Number right. two yes. is no number two. Yeah. No, that's very important. Universal rule. Yes. Absolutely. If you've ever been on a bus ride that far, th- mm-hmm. listen, just we were still sitting here at the building, mm-hmm. so... If anybody needed to get off and, you know, go and go drop, to the restroom, drop a deuce, yeah. Go, yeah, do it now okay. because no number two is on the bus. And then number three, don't drink so hard that you fall asleep in the second half. Great idea. Basic stuff. Yeah. Easy, yeah. Got on Muggs' bus. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> um, hey, these are the rules. Don't be too judgmental. Don't, uh, no number two. And somebody from the back said, too late. Uh. No. <laughs> we were, hadn't started yet. We, the buses were in park. Someone stationary pooed. Yes. They could have walked into a, a restaurant building, like anywhere. There's yeah. a building right next mm. to them that people were going to the bathroom. Yeah. That oh, bad, bad form. Not only was it too late, it was It was at atomic bomb level. Ew. Oh, Mug, you want to help at all? 
the minute I didn't even walk into the doorway of the bus and the 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 the, the wall of poo smell just smacked me in the face. It was ex- vapors. It was extreme. I've never been happier to get off that bus and get on my bus. I was like, you guys, good luck. I'm going to go on the other bus. Good morning. So we start going. Good morning. Right. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Wonderful. Right. Terrific. Good morning. Morning. All right, yes. good point. Did yeah. you? Uh, yep. Did good you? Morning. All right, good point. Did you know? <laughs> did you know immediately who the culprit was? Oh no, no. no. Oh, it's a state. It's a, there oh. was a couple of it's people Banksy. like it's Banksy. It was a couple. Of <laughs> Banksy. Yeah. Right. It was a masterpiece. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, so I get off the bus. I get on my bus, and we start driving. We're about a third of the way there. We're still in San Bernardino, by the way. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. We're on, maybe we're on the fifteen. Not far. Not positive. Not far. No. Mugs is gone. Uh, the bus pulls over. On the side of the road. And I was like, what? Huh. What's that? His bus. Bugs' bus. The poo bus. Poo bus, yeah. It pulls over. And so we pull behind him. And we're like, hey, what's going on? We, uh, we're we still on the way to Vegas. What's happening? Why don't you pull over? You got a problem or something like that? And they go, uh, the bus just shut down. <gasps> and I said, well, give it to me in layman's terms. Oh, no. It just, <laughs> it just shut down. <laughs> um, it just quit. It's Everything stopped working. Mechanically, they yeah. had a problem. Yes. So, Muggs, you're on the poo bus, uh-huh. and how does it feel? What happens? It just starts- they were smoking weed like crazy just well, to try and get the smell. Uh, yes. That makes sense. So then it was poo weed, and that's not what anyone wants either. either. Oh, God. And the bus just shuts down. What the, happened? The bus just shut down, and I, the driver's like, yeah, electronics won't work. Nothing works. We're like... <gasps> Okay, so are we? What are we doing here? Like, and, and people started getting concerned. Are we going to make it to Vegas? Are we going to have to wait for another bus? Okay. And and so everyone on his bus got on my bus. Oh, and there was enough room for everyone. Yeah. D- yes. No. Oh, no. 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 As long as people were standing in the aisles. Yeah. Oh, no. My God. You guys became a subway. You guys were yes. like, yeah. Uh, people were holding <laughs> yes. on to the Some tops. were standing up, holding yeah. on. Yes. Wow. So for two thirds of the ride to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. you were crammed. 80 people into a 40-person bus. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Oh, I am so I will, glad I wasn't Including there. the pooper. But I will yeah, say this, pooper. yeah, because we didn't know who it was. We didn't know who it was, so they all got on the bus. I was like, oh, man, one of one of, one of of the people amongst us is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say this. For the most part, except for pooper, uh, this... I shouldn't keep surprising me. Amazing people. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Yeah. Having a great time, moving around. At one point, I said, everybody stand up and change seats just for the fun of it. And everybody just jumped up and changed seats and went around, started talking to other people. It was really cool. That nice. is cool. Um, we got to Vegas at about 6, 30. Mm-hmm. We left at 10, 30. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's a long time. Were you guys, uh, oh, we, what, what speed there was were somebody, you <laughs> About 30. There was a girl who drove from Salt Lake City. To the party in Vegas and beat us. <laughs> wow! Now, Kevin, we 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 haven't even gotten to Las Vegas I yet. I mean, you've just pulled in. Should we take a break and yes. come back yes. and then talk sure. about the stuff that happened in Las Vegas? Because so sure. far, it's just the bus trip. Hey, um, Ralph. Yo, Kev. Can you hold on for another break? Yeah, man. Okay, hold on. Because we're going to talk to a listener that was on the bus. Okay. And we're going to play Who's the Dick. Oh, because if he reveals himself as the pooper, well, then we have to right. radio. <laughs> That's a good point. We'll be right back. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's get back to Vegas talk. So, Kevin, mm. when you left us, you had just arrived in Las Vegas yes. after a very long and drama-filled trip. Yes, I wish, involved- you could have seen, I wish you could have seen all of the people standing around waiting for their luggage no. because everyone was so happy to be off the bus. Now we're in Vegas. No one was getting the bags off. I jumped under the bus. I was like throwing them out. People were like, yes, throwing it out. So you had to combine two buses worth of passengers yes. onto one bus because one one broke down. Does that mean there was enough room for all of the luggage from both buses under there? Uh, yes. That's amazing. Barely. Okay. All right. So what happens <laughs> It was then? pretty stacked up. You finally make it to your destination. All right. So we all check in. We go to our rooms. We have an 8 o'clock party. For everybody Pla- that Planet night. Hollywood, by the mm-hmm. way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, at Planet Hollywood. And uh, when I showed up, Muggs was doing a contest. And all I heard was him yelling, why don't you get up on the stage? And she said, because he's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a party. Man. <laughs> I, I was just like, this is so great right now because Muggs <laughs> has no idea what he's doing. Then he started yelling at them. Then he kicked them all off the stage like it was their fault. Well, he mm-hmm. hates brothers and sisters hanging out. <laughs> that we know. <laughs> it was rough. So um, so then that was Friday night. Then Friday night late, we went gambling. We played uh, blackjack great. with a bunch of listeners, and it was fantastic. It was so great. And the dealers, sometimes you can find dealers that really help you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she could tell, like, three or four people didn't really know what they were doing. So she would really, like, she was giving them a lot of help, which made it a lot of fun. Because mm-hmm. no one really lost too much. So everybody was chanting, table win, when we all won. <laughs> table uh-huh. win. And there was, like, four times where... I was on third base for anybody that plays blackjack, and I didn't win. I sort of took one for the team, and no one noticed. Everyone was like, table win. So by the third one, when they were doing the wave that came around to me, because the table had one, I said, listen, I'm not going to do the wave because I lost. I was like in a bad mood oh, at that no. point. Because it was like the third time where I sort of took one for the team, and everybody else won, and they were all doing the wave, and I was like... Okay, listen, I'm glad that you did that, but I didn't win on that hand. And we I played, just lost my mortgage. <laughs> we played, uh, I don't know what time in the morning it was, but we kept playing because it was a great table. The, the guy two to my right, who was one of the listeners on the on the party, we he won $100 in gambling cash from us and, and the party that Muggs tried to hook up a boy, and, a brother and sister. And uh, he turned that $100 into 1200 Hey! Nice! Whoa. All right. Which we found out the next day at the pool party. Good for him. So the next day, I'm trying to find the pool party, and I hear music, so I start heading that way. And an old woman walks past me, and she says, I don't like it up there. It's too loud. And I was like, those are my people. And I just walked that way. (laughs) Followed to where she came from. (laughs) She didn't want to be there. I did want to be there. And again, everybody, it was at 11 a.m. Oh, dear. I mean, I wasn't. But it was at 11 Uh, mm a.m. And most of the people made it, which I was shocked because it was such a long day Friday. So well, they, because sleep is for losers when right, you're in Las Vegas, correct. right? You and sleep when you get back. I saw some video on social media, and I'm going to say our listeners attractive. Yes, agreed. Very good. It was a crowd. really, it was a really good group. So then after that, um, 
me and Muggs and Christine and Dave went to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Is this where Lister Ralph is about to come in? No, but I'm going to get to him in about one minute. All right. We go to have dinner. Two things with Muggs. One, he sits down and says these words, and I quote, I'll bet this pl- it's a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I'll bet this place has bomb-ass salad. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? No, more specifically, Kevin. I bet this place has a bomb ass Caesar which, salad. Which these steakhouses do. They do. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much all of them, though. Yeah, all of them. That's a weird comment to yes. start the dinner with. Yeah. Secondly, why was he late? He was buying a shirt because he only brought one. <laughs> one shirt total. One shirt the for one, the weekend. The one you're wearing? Total. The one he was wearing. Yes. No, so, no. So then he had to buy another one. Right. Yes, the one that he was so wearing. So he basically for... only showed up with a shirt on his back. Yes. Unbelievable. And to buy another That's shirt. That's how people to end up homeless in Vegas. <laughs> they lose the shirt off their back. So much is a miracle, but I did want to do a special episode of Who's the Dick? Oh, great. With uh, listener uh, Ralph, who's on the phone. Okay. Morning, Ralph. Good morning, guys. You, you guys might remember uh, Ralph, who sent in his video. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mom was with yes. him. Oh, yeah. Big, big fan of Ralph. And right? she was too drunk to endorse him. Correct. Yes. Yes. Big fan. So when I got on the bus, I said, who's the guy with the mom? And Ralph held up his hand and was like, dude, where's your mom? I don't see her. That was the rule. Right. You could come if you bring your mom. Right. And he right. laughed it off and everything. And we just kept making mama's drunk jokes. Remember, that we did a call-in topic about you saw your parents drunk based mm-hmm. on, on him. Ralph. Yeah. That's right. Because yep. right. he was in a bar with his mom. <laughs> yeah. So at some point during the night... Ralph came up to me and explained exactly what his video was. Ralph, would you like to tell the listeners <laughs> yeah, exactly me, what me, the video was? First of all, let me just say I was on Janky Poo Bus and never forget. But yeah, never forget, way, right? Yeah. Never yeah, forget. Never forget, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I said, so, so I said to Kevin, I said, I said uh, you know, Kev, I was at a, I was at Chili's with my mom. And I said, Chili's with your mom? It looked like a bar. That's weird because she was really drunk. Who gets that drunk at Chili's? Yeah, well, and then I said, you know, I'd be go there because that's a place that my mom and dad used to frequent all the time. They have a lot of friends there. They go drink there. Oh, and no. uh, he died. He oh. died last September. Mm. Last September. Fatality. Oh. And then? Oh. <laughs> and you took her there, why? Well, we I try to take her there maybe like once a month or whenever I can because that's sort of where she... She sees their friends that they had together and all that. Oh, no. Oh, That's wow. where he recorded the uh, the video with his oh. He's super dead. Right, right. Oh, yeah. wow. He was drunk and we were making fun of because well, he was uh, with his mom who was drunk. And also, he like put her on camera and she was like, oh, I don't want to talk. Like It was like, oh, now wow. it changes the whole it feel. It changes everything. Oh, wow. This is a very short Who's the Dick, Kevin. <laughs> who's uh, the Dick? Kevin's a dick. Yeah. Kevin, 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 you're a giant dick. Thick. 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 Thick.
We get it. We get it. We get it. I can't believe you're, you're such a dick. <laughs> oh my god, you're a dick, 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 <laughs> See, he's still giving so much back. He, Sorry, Ralph. Why is the echo I still on? Have you a picture of my dead dad? No. Oh, you've got to see it. He's super dead. <laughs> Oops, still, still, still have the, the echo on. Still, you deserve it. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Ralph. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. Monday morning means what here on K Rock? Great news! When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news! All right, my story comes out of Manchester, England. Uh, Alex Hancock uh, hung a pride flag on his home in Manchester on Monday, a day before the Manchester's Pride Festival. Two men driving by saw him, verbally abused him, threatened to kill him after he put up his flag. Great news! This is him describing that. As it's Manchester Pride Week, decided to put a rainbow flag outside of the house. Um, Within an hour, um, I was putting some things in the car and two guys started coming uh, down the road um, shouting homophobic abuse at me. Um, One of them then started walking towards me um, and said that he hated people like me, um, that he'd beat me up um, and that he'd kill me. Now, his neighbor, I don't know, maybe a 60-year-old woman, was like, we need to do something about this. So she put up a gay pride flag, and then she rallied the whole neighborhood and said, anybody that wants to get in on this, let's do it. Let's put it up to support this guy. And this is her. Had this crazy vision that all the houses could hang flags out, you know. And so I just asked the neighbors, I said, anybody else want to join in? I'm going to make an order midday, let me know. Ordered 10 at midday. By 2 o'clock, I had to order another 10. And then by 4 o'clock, I had to order another 10. Just to demonstrate that this isn't acceptable in 2019 and shouldn't be acceptable moving forward. How about that? That's the amazing. Whole neighborhood rallying around the guy. Incredible. Um, he turns the corner and sees his neighborhood, and it was life changing. Driving up the street, it was just quite emotional, really. You know, uh, support for the LGBT community is often from the LGBT community. By the way, that was that's a pretty powerful statement. I never really thought that, but usually the support for LGBT comes from that same group. I know a lot of other people do as well, but when people who aren't in that group stand up and say treat this person right mm-hmm. it's powerful yeah and more people need to do that so the fact that my neighbors whatever background they they're from have taken it upon themselves to organize this and now have rainbow flags outside the house is just amazing it just goes to show that you know we've got to look out for each other still got to out, look out for each other still she's a pr- amazing person i wish i'd gotten in on the rainbow flags earlier man there was money to be made I don't think that's. I don't think I'm that's just the saying takeaway? that's not the point at all. Stock and rainbow flags now more than ever. It's too late now. I screwed up. That's my greatness. <laughs> wow.
Uh, my story is about a little boy named Quinn. He is three years old, and he was diagnosed with a brain tumor the day after his third birthday. Here's the thing. He has been stuck in his house since June, forced to stay indoors after three rounds of chemotherapy and a stem cell transplant has depleted his immune system. And you often see video of people like outside a window, like a teacher at his window. He can't leave the house. And then the choir shows up and will sing a song. Well, that is basically what has been happening for this sweet little boy named Quinn Waters, who has been dubbed the mighty Quinn, which is a nickname um, from the Bob Dylan song. Here's the thing. People started hearing about him and they wanted to make his summer a little brighter. You're three years old. You can't leave the house during the summer. I can't even imagine a rougher age that you can't get out there. So here's what they've been doing. Four, five, and six, though, really would be worse. Okay. Uh, A puppy parade, performances from a local youth theater group, a water balloon fight, tons of visits from uh, local police officers. These are all separate things that just people are doing? That people just are coming together. On Saturday morning, dozens of trucks, some of which traveled as far away as Canada, according to one of the drivers, drove by the home in a procession, all of them honking the horns, cheering him on. He's just sitting in the window. But what's gotten a lot of press is um, a local band that showed up and decided let's put on a concert right here on the front lawn and that band was the Dropkick Murphys so you see Ken Casey from the Dropkick Murphys singing shipping up to Boston and he's got a little shark puppet on his hand and he keeps like coming up to the window and pretending he's gonna um, bite him so he's like I'm a sailor peg and I lost my leg and he goes to like (laughs) grab him and all you hear is Quinn go It is scared out of his mind. Terrified, but in the best of ways. (laughs) And then you hear like his family singing in the background. It is one of the most moving, beautiful videos, you guys. But yeah, for a band to show up and be like, "Listen, let's do it for the Mighty Quinn." It's pretty awesome, you guys. So what a nightmare to live in that neighborhood, though, right? All the trucks and puppy parades. Yeah, right. And then, right? Bands. You're like, Damn rock music. Oh, enough with the shipping up to Boston. We see this every time there's a Red Sox game. We Imagine don't need this song. The 70-year-old neighbor is like, what's going on? Who are the Dropkick Murphys? They're loud. They are so awesome to do that, Allie. They it's are. incredible. It's just a wonderful video. I'll tweet it out um, at Allie McKay on my Twitter. It's just it's wonderful to see everybody come together for this little boy named Quinn. In Weymouth, Mass. So it's lovely. And that's my great news. I've got a sick little boy in my great news as well that does not yet have a happy ending. And that's why I wanted to spotlight this. This is a seven. He just turned seven last week. And his name is Alfredo Diaz. He lives in the Chicago area. And he has a disease called IL-10 receptor deficiency. His immune system is basically attacking his organs and his cells. And he desperately needs a blood stem cell transplant. However, no one in his family or anyone that they know or have found so far is a is a match. So the reason I wanted to do this great news is to tell you about a website that you should go to called bethematch.org. And it's very, very simple. You just put up a little bit of information and then they send you a swab and you send it back to them and then they put you in the registry. There are over 20 million people in the registry right now, but fewer than 7% of them are Hispanic. 
And you have a much greater chance of matching with somebody if you have the same ethnic background. So I wanted to bring this up, especially with the Kevin Bean audience, because, well, Kevin, you just were in Las Vegas at the singles party. Yeah. We have the most Hispanic audience in the world. I mean, our audience looks like the bleachers at Dodger Stadium, right? Yeah. So I really hope that we can help a happy ending here for Alfredo Diaz to get this surgery that he needs and maybe even from one of our listeners. Um, He, by the way, just turned seven, but he is the size of a three-year-old. He only weighs 45 pounds. He spent his first three years in a hospital. And eventually, as his mom says, if we don't find him a stem cell match, he is going to die. So time is crucial here. There has to be somebody out there, if not in our audience, just somewhere somewhere around the world who is Hispanic, who can upload you know their information to this website and help this little boy survive. I mean, that would be a dream come true. So again, the website is called bethematch.org. And uh, you know, obviously it's uh, free and they make it as simple as possible. And I just wanted to bring this up. I know usually the great news stories are because something wonderful happened at well, the I mean, end of the story. I had a, a good ending and I had a good ending. So. Right. But this one is crucial and t- and time-sensitive, and I want this one to have a happy ending. And maybe just putting the word out there, we can help it have a happy ending. So if you would, especially if you are of Hispanic heritage, if you would do that, go to bethematch.org, and hopefully we'll have some good news down the road, and we'll be able to say that in Alfredo's case, this was great news. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 I just got this email from uh, Kevin Bean Lister, Melissa. Hey, Bean, thank you so much for talking about BeTheMatch.org. My dad had lymphoma and was saved by a match from the registry. Joining is easy and only requires a cheek swab. Thank you again for choosing that story for Great News. Have a great day. How cool is that? You see, what he's doing now is he's making up for the idea that his Great News had a terribly sad ending. Right. No, it didn't have a sad ending. Hey, everybody. Hey, it wasn't that bad. No, the ending hasn't been written yet. Look, Ah. someone emailed me. It's good news. It's great news. (laughs) If you go on, there's a one in about 400 chance that you will find a match right now if you go on the site. So that's why it's worth it. All right, Jensen. Yes. You brought us an interesting uh, question, I guess, uh, on Friday. Yes. Well, uh, to remind you, I have a nine-week-old. He turns Mm -hmm. nine weeks today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we obviously find ourselves at the doctors a lot, not not just because we have a newborn, but because he was born with something called chylothorax, which is uh, fluid in the lungs. Mm -hmm. So he gets checked all the time. And so recently we went to a new doctor. I need to establish that we do not know him. Okay. Mm -hmm. He is not friends of the family. I've never met him before. Is this okay. a specialist of some kind? Yes. Or? Yeah, okay. And he, we, you know, very normal situation. We sit down. He you said us. new doctor, right? Not new doctor. <laughs> Correct. New. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yes, important. important <laughs> he hasn't to gotten to that, that point yet in the story, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. But I'm happy we got that out of the way, Pete. <laughs> uh, and so we, uh, you know, we go through the normal checkups. Everything seems fine. Everything's, he's like, this is a very healthy baby. Excited to They do the height. They do the weight. They yeah, listen to the, the chest. All right. the normal stuff. Nothing <laughs> feels weird. And then he, uh, we un- we unrobe him because you have to check a bunch of other stuff. And he gets uh, to the diaper and he takes off the diaper and he says, "Great looking wiener." What? Um, what? Yeah. So what? he says, "Great looking wiener," and okay. I and I immediately am like, like what? Like uh, and uh, Danielle and I are both sort of taken back. And then, but we just go with it because when a do- in a situation with a doctor, I'm realizing you don't have a whole lot of power to be like, no, 
wiener. You know, like, you know, there's no real, like... But that's a weird slang term for him to use not knowing you. At it all. It is at a all. little more casual than you might expect <laughs> from a pediatrician. So we thought, okay, that's like a one-time thing. Maybe he was, like, joking around. But from that time on, he has now used wiener two other times. That's his he's, word. He's not used penis. He's not used any other terminology for it. He's just said wiener. That's is weird. Is he, I hope, checking... The wiener, if you will, um, because he he was circumcised. You want to make sure it's, it's part healing of it. correctly. Yeah, it's part okay, of it. it's yeah. not just like, hey, great wiener. <laughs> no, not just no, letting you know. No, he's not, okay. he's not like right. setting up lights and taking photos. Out. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But if, if just yeah. once in my life someone had said to me, "Great wiener," I would be happy. And you're complaining about it happening to your son. And I think the second time he said it, he it was the same situation. And I think he looked at us on some like, I, I told you it's a healthy wiener, right? Like, I think he was like making sure he already called it a healthy mm-hmm. wiener to us. So it was, he was like going out of his way to call it a wiener and wanted to like really focus on it. Okay. I mean, that is a comedy word for penis. Wiener's yes. better than peepee. Like, is it though? That's is it a great looking from a, peepee. From a, from a doctor? doctor? From an yes. adult, yes. I yeah. Know. Mm, I, I don't know. Think I think so. I'd rather have a doctor say peepee. You would? No, Maybe, sir. because no, it's closer to penis. No. Wiener is, you guys, wiener is crazy. I would take Agreed. wiener over peepee. Really? Yes, yeah. but why can't they use actual the word penis? I don't know. <laughs> He's a doctor. <laughs> no idea. Very good point. He's a but doctor. Like, what he if, knows it's a penis, right? Like, yeah. What if you? What if you had a doctor and he was about to check like your prostate and he was like, "Oh, cool butthole, man." Like, you'd be like, oh, "I don't know." You wouldn't. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I've been working on it. <laughs> like, I don't know what. Like, I I started to question terminologies at all. Like, he, yeah. they, shouldn't they just use textbook stuff? What if I would he? Guess so. What if he just called it a dong? <laughs> <laughs> Strong dong. What if he just said that? Strong dong. Strong right? dong strong would dong. Be awesome. been good. Honestly, if you would have went, oh, strong dong. <laughs> Boners. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. There's a fascinating article, I thought, anyway, at krock.com that I read over the weekend about the songs the Red Hot Chili Peppers have played the most in concert. And mm. their number one song that they have played the most was 932 times they played it in concert. Oh, it's got to wow. be Give It Away. Why don't you go to krock.com and find out? Oh. Why don't you oh, what a tease. save me the trip Boom. and tell me? That's not how this works. Oh, okay, I see. It's give it away. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sally's got what's happening here on this Monday. Oh well, let's talk a little box office, and then we're going to get into uh, Bean actually leaving the house and seeing a movie and upsetting what? people all over Twitter. But first, number one at the box office, making just over twenty-one million dollars. Angel has fallen. That's the film with Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman. No one in this room really seems to oh, know. Oh, no, I would have seen it. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I would have, 100% would've. if I had time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I've seen the other, how many are there? 15? <laughs> the White House has fallen. Where he's oh, London, London has fallen. fallen. Yeah, yeah. Is it the same? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. It's Gerard Butler. Yeah, but, and Gerard Butler's always in yep. the place where the bad thing happens. Yep. yep. At some point. He's always the hero. It's like, no, at some point you've got to, like, the murder she wrote lady. You've got to be like, why do these murders keep happening around you? It's, it's, it's him. It's my him. problem. Mm-hmm. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like relationships that Absolutely. fail over and over again. Eventually, it's on you. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming in at number two, Good Boys. Number three, Overcomer. Number four, The Lion King. And Hobbs and Shaw rounding out the top five. Uh, number 10, by the way, with another five million, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. Which brings me to Bean's tweet, which was, hey... Before we worry about a Twitter edit button, let's give one to Quentin Tarantino <laughs> with three snooze emojis. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. Bean. 
You're trolling, right? What happened? No, I'm You're not trolling. trolling. I'm not trolling. Uh, although my wife did fall asleep. Um, first of all, it was a late movie, okay? What's how, late how for late? you? Uh, five. I went to the five o'clock. <laughs> um, anything after 2 p.m. is considered late to me. Hey, right, yeah. Second of all, I really, really liked the movie oh. a lot. Okay, great. I really, well, really liked it. Very a lot. much. Included in your tweet. Yeah, you're good at reviews then. Three mm-hmm. snooze emojis. <laughs> no, no, I really, really liked it. Look, I love uh, Quentin Tarantino. I think he's a, he's great at dialogue. He's great at directing. He's great at cinematography. I enjoy uh, He's never made a bad movie, and the streak continues with this movie. But, and Jensen, I think you'll have my back on this. I know you haven't seen it yet. It's two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely think it's too long. And... There are so many there are so many places where I think it could have been edited. They could have taken 40 minutes out of that movie, and I think it would have been fantastic. But, you know, Quentin, I think, sometimes gets a little precious about his scenes and re- kind of refuses to let anything go. I say that. There's probably a five-hour original edit. Yeah. This. <laughs> this is probably ba- as bare bones as he can but go. But you also know that before you go you to do. this movie. Yeah, yeah. You're you do. You're not looking for an hour and 20-minute Quentin right. Tarantino. No, no, but I'm saying, look, if you look, I enjoyed the movie very much. I recommend the movie. There were a lot of great scenes in it. There's great acting in it. But I'm, also, I'm not, like, three what? snooze emojis. Right? That is I'm the not, worst review on Twitter. Where was that point in your Twitter? I'm not, cr- I'm not pooping on the movie. I'm just telling you, it could have been so much better had it been edited. I mean, who, who has seen the movie? Kevin, you seen I it? I have, yeah. Okay. Sharon, Sharon Tate goes to see her own movie in a movie theater, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. That scene lasts like, I don't know, six minutes or something like that? Yeah, I'm not saying that you're wrong that it couldn't have been edited and should have been shorter. I'm not saying you're wrong. That's literally all I'm saying. But that's saying. all you pointed out, and yeah. you didn't yeah. point out that you liked the movie a lot. And mm-hmm. couldn't recommend it more. Right. <laughs> Two thumbs down. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Would see it again. Right? <laughs> I give it a one out of ten. Go but see I, it. That's a confusing tweet, then. <laughs> but, all right, I take your point. But I, and, I, and I will also say that Ali is right that uh, the uh, the Quentin Tarantino stands were ready to find my home and burn it to the ground. I mean, as well, they should be, especially after hearing this. Because you can't say you can't say anything about QT without them coming after you. You really can't. Two stars, one of his best. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is, sleep. Couldn't have loved it more. <laughs> and look, I I get that it's a trip. It's a tribute to carefree Los Angeles in the summer of '69, and I get that it's nice. fun to watch people drive down the street with very little traffic. By the way which was kind of weird to see. But, I mean, you, like, leave the house at some point and you're in the car with Brad Pitt for, like, his entire drive to work. I'm just saying there are places where you could have trimmed a minute or two here yes. it would have made a better scene. I'm going to say again, you know that's his style of movie making. I would have trimmed all, like, the old radio references. Like, ugh, how boring. <laughs> Oh wait, those were your favorite? I didn't uh, I didn't mind that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mind that. So my point is it's really, really good, but pee before you go. That's all I'm saying. I mean that would have been a better tweet. It would have been a better tweet. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, am Three I wrong? Three P emojis. You aren't wrong, but the way you worded it in okay. the tweet. Let me repeat you're not, it. You're not wrong. Your tweet was wrong. Okay, so hey. it's just, the article's fine. The headline yeah. sucks. Yeah. I got it. Hey, before we worry about a Twitter edit button, let's give one to Quentin Tarantino. Three <laughs> snooze emojis. P.S. Thought it was great. He's never missed. <laughs> if he would have put that in, it would have been great. Honestly, Bean. <laughs> you're the worst. You're the worst tweeter okay. ever. All right. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with okay. you guys. I loved it. Sleeping emoji, sleeping emoji, sleeping thumbs emoji. Thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs down. I loved it. Coffin, coffin, coffin. <laughs> Angry face. <sighs>
I am not a winner. <laughs> Some birthdays bean, for bean, you. Touch my peen. <laughs> John Mulaney, Melissa McCarthy, Chris Pine, Adrian Young from No Doubt, Shirley Manson from Garbage, and Macaulay Culkin. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. When we came on this morning, Kevin, you uh, you joked about how excited you were about having uh, Andrew Luck for the Indianapolis Colts in your fantasy. On my football fantasy, team. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you guys probably didn't see this because you're in Las Vegas, but OJ put a video up <laughs> of his disappointment with having Andrew Luck. He, he had just drafted him like 90 minutes before. For real. For real, O.J. Simpson. And that sucks because O.J.'s luck is terrible because O.J.'s <laughs> wife and her lover were killed, and it was framed to him, too. Yeah, so he's now, had a lot of bad luck A lot in of his bad life. luck. It was uh, Andrew Siciliano, our friend from the NFL Network, said it was the most shocking NFL retirement in history. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought too. I, I thought I, I must have missed a lot because I didn't see this coming. No. He is twenty nine years old and probably had another seven years to be quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, and he's the face of the franchise, mm-hmm. right? He is a guy who has uh, not had as much success as some people would have wished he would have had because he has not had a great team behind him. But in his first three seasons in the NFL, you know, he he made it to the playoffs. They won a couple of uh, AFC South title appearances. Uh, they made the AFC Championship game in 2014. And remember, he stepped in for Peyton Manning. For like, Peyton Manning. The idea, oh, right. the idea right. that they didn't even boo him immediately shows yes. you how good Andrew Luck was. So before we get to the booing and what made this uh, really a human story even more than a sports story, here's a little of the surprise announcement. By the way, this wasn't supposed to be announced until Sunday, but l- word leaked out during their game against the Bears on Saturday, so he kind of had to address it afterwards. It is certainly isn't how I uh, envision this or plan this. But I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. But it is the right decision for me. For the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab. Injury, pain, rehab. And it's been unceasing and unrelenting, both in season both in o- and off season. And I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to... To no longer play football. Can you stop it? It's taken my joy of this game away. There you go. Doesn't every NFL player go through that? No. You get injured? It's not not full season out. I mean, he he missed a whole season. I mean, he has a more plaguing. I mean, there are other plagued players, but no, he he would be in this. Like you said, unrelenting. Uh, Right when he's starting to feel good again. He's rehabbing again. It never stopped during the season, during the offseason. We're talking about lacerated kidney, injured ribs, at least one concussion, torn uh, cartilage torn in his throwing yep. shoulder, and most recently the calf and ankle injury. He was peeing so blood oh, for this He was team. peeing blood. Didn't yeah. need to know that, but yeah. all right. That's how badly his kidney was lacerated. Yeah, so this guy has never been healthy since he's been in the NFL. He's 29 years old, and he gets to the point where he can no longer be, he can no longer exist outside of playing football because he's in so much pain all the time. Yeah. That has to be, Kevin, you've, you've had pain. I've had pain. Yeah. You know how, how debilitating it can be at a certain point where you no longer can enjoy your family and you can enjoy your off time because you just hurt all the time. And that's, that's what he was voluntarily putting himself through. Now, let's turn to the asshole quotient here. This is the people who say, you owe it to us. You're on my fantasy team. I live in Indianapolis. I buy tickets to go see your game. I bought your jersey. Um, You make so much money. You should go out there and do it. These are people who are not looking at him 
like a human being. And by the way, he doesn't get the money, idiot. He's retiring. He doesn't get the contract for the next two years. He's giving up more money than you could imagine also. And by the way, to the Colts' credit, they could have asked for some of the bonus money that he has gotten in advance, including $12 million just in March. They could ask for that back, but Mm -hmm. they're saying, we're good. I I don't think at this point they could ask for it back because I feel like their team doctors have a lot to answer for. Oh, there was mistakes made by the team doctors? I, I'm i not saying that exactly, but you put this guy in that, in that predicament every single game. First of all, some of your teammates could take a little bit of credit for just right. sucking. Um, but the decisions made with Andrew Luck seem a little suspect. Shaky? Yeah. I don't like mm. it. I don't like it at all. But I will say this. Did any of you see the... Um, Sports Center put a clip together of all the times that he was sacked. Yeah, and, thank and how no, he no. would thank the players. It's like very that was cute. a great hit. Then the next time he was sacked, ooh, good one. That was a good one. He would We're literally to the other team that yes, was sacking him. Thank yeah. every person and let them know what about that sack. He's adorable. Worked. It is so lovely. It's so it, not the NFL. It so much made so. me love him so much. The clip ends with another guy walking up to him and apologizing, sort of like, "Oh, sorry, man." And he goes, "Hey, it's football. Don't worry about <laughs> it." Amazing. Like, I was amazing. like, I, I should, "We should have liked Andrew Luck more when we had him." Plus, I'm not going to play next year, so all good. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's talk about the booing though. So uh, the word leaks out during the game on which, Saturday against which, the Bears. Well, by the way, has huge rumors on it that the Colts did it, the uh, management, so that he would get booed. So let's not give the Colts no, too much credit. That's the no. rumor. Yeah, but anyway, someone leaked it. The crowd. This is a guy again who has been the face of the franchise, right? Yeah. Who is their star quarterback? And rather than give him what he deserves, which is a standing ovation for lasting as long as he did in the physical condition that he's in, a significant number of people in that crowd start booing him. And he was asked about it near the end of his press conference, and he's like, "Yeah, I heard that, and it did hurt." Understandably, you know, he's this. He's bled for these fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I see that, but I also see fans who are hardcore fans that have watched him, and he is the face of the franchise, and they probably didn't have all the information. Mm-hmm. And out of the blue, it seems like it's Andrew just Luck, instinct. To, yes, maybe. Like, they oh, didn't have time that's to our, process. That's our guy. In the NFL, it's a quarterback's league. If you have right. a great yeah. quarterback, sure. you build around that quarterback. That's the most important position, and he was a great quarterback. And maybe you're getting some season ticket holders who just are bummed out now that they're not oh, going to see Oh, I heard interviews guys. with those people, and they're really ticked off at him because that's the reason they pay to go see the game. I guess, you know but, what I mean? It's for this, Andrew Luck. This is a larger issue in sports that has been bothering me over the last few years of, like, I, we talked about the guy who pushed uh, the the uh, uh, was it Kyrie? No, it was uh, one of the Raptors, I believe. He he pushed him when he fell into the front row of the Warriors right. game. This is becoming a and people yelling kind of racist things at basketball players. We don't own these players. Yeah. These are individuals with lives and health. And I mean, we've seen what happens when these football players start getting CTE issues. Like we have to allow them to to be normal humans. Like let them have feelings and emotions. They're not just machines out there playing for us. I this is going to sound like an overreaction, but I think if more football players retired retired at twenty nine, it would be better for the league. Yeah, I mean, I know I a, really lot of, a lot of players. Hey, aren't, take it easy, man. A lot of players don't have that kind of luxury. Like you yes. have to be an all star and you have to be really great. But I'm surprised players aren't, that are that caliber of that kind of money aren't retiring more. Yeah, Damian Woody, who works for ESPN that I went to college with, big ups, Damian Woody. <laughs> He's a Super Bowl hero, if you will. 
Awesome. And nice wiener, Jets. too, by the way. Great wiener. Uh, he wound up saying, this is going to be happening a lot more often. Good. Bet on it. Really? And people were like, wait, what? So there are a lot of people yeah. who weren't retiring just because it would be a bad look, but yeah. they sh- probably, probably should have. should have, yeah. Well, Barry Sanders is a kind of famous one about early retirement, and it's happened a bunch, but uh, supposedly it's a trend, which would yep. be great to see. Mm. And I am happy to see, and I know we got a break here, but I am happy to see how many other players have come out and said, look, people have no idea what mm-hmm. this does to our body. I know, like Jensen said earlier, you just think we're machines. You know what I mean? But this this hurts. And it's showing all of these uh, these sports guys, Doug Gottlieb, all of them, they're showing their ass yeah. with what they're saying. So it's nice that all of these players, like a Troy Aikman, can come to Andrew Luck's defense and be like, uh, dude, sit back. First of all, you stole credit cards in college. So work was a little too hard for you. So F you. Basically, I'm saying, just to wrap this all up, I hate Doug Gottlieb. Godly. Thank you. That, that wasn't the, that no. wasn't was that where we were going? No, that was no. the takeaway. That's the takeaway. Yeah. No, good luck, Andrew Luck. That's where we're going. Yeah. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mugs on the party bus. How many people want to drink to not making bad decisions in Las Vegas. Confused you a bit, didn't it? <laughs> Who wants to drink? You're having a great trip, but not making any bad decisions. <laughs> what on a party bus? <laughs> Captain Buzzkill? Jeez. <laughs> Who wants to drink to world hunger? <laughs> Does anything look cooler than Disney Plus? No. No. It's the most essential streaming service ever. I may give up uh, prescription medicine if I have to <laughs> to get Disney Plus. That's how good this looks. We will talk to our friend Michael Schneider, who was there at the D23 Expo over the weekend. He is the senior editor for Variety, and he joins us to fill us in on all we need to know about Disney Plus. It's Kevin and BJ Rock KROQ. The D23 uh, Expo was this weekend and we've been talking about it kind of on and off all day long that about every four minutes you'd see something on your phone and you'd be like, oh my God, I have to see that. How much? Take my money, please. But there was so much more even than that. Everything under the Disney umbrella, including Disney and Marvel and Pixar and Star Wars and film and television and theme parks and online and products, it goes on and on and on, was revealed this weekend. Our friend Michael Snyder was there, senior editor of Variety. Michael, welcome back to the Kevin Bean Show, my friend. How are you? Good morning, gang. How you doing? We are good. You, you are, uh, just real briefly, because I know you're uh, Mr. Glendale, you are not in any kind of danger with that fire, are you? I'm breathing it right now. I mean, it's definitely in my lungs. Uh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of ash out here. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. I felt very bad for you when I saw your, your sad post about the Popeye's fried chicken near you being closed yesterday. I thought, man, things are it's really going down in Glendale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? And I haven't heard back from Popeye's yet. So I'm a little PO'd. But, uh, you know, that chicken sandwich will be mine. <laughs> All right. This D23 Expo um, was 
astonishing to uh, for lay people like us. Was it what you expected as a professional, or did it even exceed your expectations? Yeah, you know, this was my first time down there, so you know, I was expected to be kind of Comic Con esque, and it was. Uh, but it also almost felt like a victory lap for Disney. They it really was, was it? Now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so everything. I mean, you know, here's another Star Wars thing. Here's another Marvel thing. Oh, and by the way, we also own The Simpsons now. So we own <laughs> that, everything. By the way, that would, that would confuse me that they own The Simpsons. I, Simpsons. I didn't even understand that. Well, because of Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so now they own okay. all those Fox properties too. They also own Family Guy, by the way, uh, which wasn't down there, but I'm sure eventually it'll show up at a D23 event as well. Well, thank God Disney finally has a way to start making some money. Right? That's what I'm happy about because they've just barely was, been being profitable all these years. Really worried for them. You know, I think they've <laughs> only done what, like five billion dollar movies so far right. this year, and, and that's on the low side. <laughs> so the big question, and we again, we've talked about some of the things that were announced, some of these new shows that are going to be on Disney Plus. How and why are they making it so cheap? This is the part that I can't figure out. In an era where companies are trying to squeeze every last cent out of you, they're making this so cheap. You're foolish if you don't buy it. It's the starter drug, right? I mean, it's like here, here, here you First go. It's free, right? Ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, get a little taste. Get a little taste. Uh, you know, it's not going to be six ninety nine a month forever. But uh, you know, they they're jumping in. You know, they're a little late to the streaming wars, like most most of these companies that are launching this year. So I think they really want to jump ahead a few notches and and sign up as many people as possible. And listen, it's pretty enticing. Six ninety nine. They're actually doing a deal there where it was even cheaper, I think like 33% off if you signed up at D23 for three years. So, so they, and, and the lines were you know down the hall for people signing up. I think they signed up thousands of people for this service over the weekend. So they want to jump in and they want to dominate streaming from the start. And so far, they're doing a pretty good job. I got to tell say. you, they didn't give us an option. Like, we just have to have it. I, yeah. can't, I can't imagine There's a, no a, thinking a, a, about a person it. with a kid not having yeah. it. Like, it seems yeah. impossible to avoid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those Disney movies, all the Star Wars, all the Marvel movies, and then you've got all the kids stuff, too. So, And, and for me, every Simpsons ever, like I mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. and, and some of the younger stuff for the younger kids. I mean, it's got a little bit of everything. And then some of this new stuff sounds very intriguing, too. I mean, they just keep throwing it out there. Of course, Ewan McGregor showing up at the end of this presentation. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got Obi-Wan back. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what do you think are the four or five biggest things to come out of D23? Um, you know, it was it was a mix. Uh, I think that that one was one of the big ones, Obi Wan. Uh, I think uh, you know the, the trailer, obviously, for uh, uh, you know the, the Skywalker movie, uh, the end of the, the the Skywalker saga was a big one. Uh, you know, there there was less new Marvel stuff. I think most of the, the stuff we we heard of, but on the TV side, that uh, you know they announced some some really interesting shows and they showed more clips. They hinted a little bit more about certain shows. I was mentioning to Dave, I'm really intrigued by this WandaVision show that just sounds bonkers crazy. <laughs> a sitcom uh, in the Marvel Universe that's sort of stylized in the Dick Van Dyke style, but starring what? Elizabeth Olsen and, and Paul what? Bettany and, and with all these other stars, like you know, our, our, our buddy Randall Park is going to be in it and, and a lot of familiar faces. It sounds just nuts. It sounds like a fever dream, but I can't wait to see it. And that's also going to be a Disney Plus. So, and, so they and- really... they. They hammered Disney Plus hard over the weekend. Yeah.
And Lizzie McGuire coming back, too. Let's not forget that. Um, we're oh, talking about f- Hillary talk- Duff. That yeah. was, a, that right. was a, by the way, huge news on That's the Internet. Big news, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, My, Michael Setter's on the line. He's the senior editor of Variety. We're talking about the D23-2019 Expo. This may be a dumb question, Michael, but with all of the digital stuff and the movies and the TV shows, do they talk much about the theme parks anymore? Like, beyond the new Star Wars land, do they have plans going forward for Disneyland and Disney World of things they're going to be doing? Yeah, they've got a ton. By the way, they've got this uh, Star Wars cruise that they're talking about. That's that's going to be sort of thematic. So so it's it's like you're uh, you know gonna gonna be in Star Wars land uh, on the ship. Uh, but they've got the Avengers uh, uh, attraction that's uh, going to be opening soon uh, uh, at uh, California Adventure, including by the way a big uh, Star uh, Spider Man uh, is going to be a big part of that. So as much as you know. Hmm. The, there's the whole issue with the movies. Yeah. You know, don't forget, Marvel and Disney obviously still own the characters. So Spider-Man is still a big part of the Disney universe, and he's going to be a big part of this this Marvel land that's going to be opening up in California Adventure, uh, you know, pretty soon. Uh, but, yeah, they've got uh, – they, they re, uh, they, they're reimagining Epcot Center down at Walt Disney World. They've got a lot going on with the theme parks as well. Mickey and Minnie still doing okay? <laughs> They're basically in the back counting stacks of cash. (laughs) Yes, exactly. All right. uh, Ali said earlier November 12th, at least, was the date that was given for one of the properties. Is that about when we can expect to be able to start seeing Disney Plus on our TVs or or computers? Yeah, yeah. That's when it starts, and that's when they're going to have a ton of shows that are launching that day, uh, including the the Mandalorian, uh, you know, the the big Star Wars show. Um, So they showed, uh, you know, a little bit of clip there. Uh, you know, uh, all they, they've got all sorts of things. They got this weird Jeff Goldblum show where he just travels around the world. Oh, that uh, looks bizarre. His description yeah. of that was you're living inside Jeff Goldblum's mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jeff Goldblum is playing a character, Jeff Goldblum. Now, I think that's just like he somehow has morphed into the, the weird version of him yeah. that he's always played. I'm not sure he so, knows there's cameras following him. No, yeah. he's, he's gone bye bye. Yeah. It's being John Malkovich yeah. in real life. Yes, is exactly what yeah. it is. All right. Great stuff. It sounds like you're every bit as excited as we are, Michael. So I know we'll read all about it at uh, variety.com. You can follow Michael on Twitter and you should. He's a great follow, especially if you're interested in him getting a fried chicken sandwich uh, <laughs> at Franklin <laughs> Avenue is where you got that. Good luck with the fires, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Michael. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. There he is. <laughs> this is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Hey, uh, guys, catching up on the podcast, and I heard the bit about the coyotes in Chicago and the guy trying to help one out. Johnny Chicago, you remember that uh, tape we played? Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy's a fake. He's a phony. I don't like him. I can tell you that coyotes in Chicago are a real thing. Having lived there for two years, the park districts have a lot of open spaces and wildlife. We lived near a park and had coyotes running around our yard all the time, but we weren't as crazy as being. We didn't welcome any wildlife into our home or yeah. cook them salmon. <laughs> so Seth did not invite the, the uh, coyotes into his house, but uh, I guess it's just, you don't think about coyotes in a place like Chicago, but there they are. Yep. Allie's got what's happening here on a Monday. I mean, Kevin and I have been fighting about our, our teams. Uh, well, you're a hardcore soccer fan. I know I, that. I went to one LAFC game, and now they're my team. Mm-hmm. Because watching all those, uh, the people on the side that are jumping and doing yeah, fun things, group, yeah. and they've got their flags. Yeah. They're a blast. I had a plus, great time. Plus, they had a falcon. 
Plus, there's a falcon, and I, I saw a bad falcon um, situation at the game I was at. Um, but it's really fun, and it's a blast. So I was looking forward to yesterday's game against uh, the Galaxy. Because uh-huh. LAFC is so far out in front yeah. of everyone else in MLS mm-hmm. that they should have destroyed us. They should have handily beaten the Galaxy. But when you've got... Um, uh, Say it. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Nice! Bitch. Hmm. A minute 47 in. Havon Ibrahimovic making the run. Ibrahimovic the opening goal! A minute 47 in. Yeah. Crazy. And then wasn't it something like 69 and seconds later? Reset. Made a shirt. Did he get himself back outside? His cross clipped in. Far post. Header back in front. Bingham swatting at it, but it's in. That's 1-1. One, one. 69 mm-hmm. seconds later. Nice. Perez trying to send it up. Zimmerman couldn't get it away from Ibrahimovic, who dribbles around Miller. And the Galaxy retake the lead. Craziness. Amazing. Zimmerman trying to recover. Ibrahimovic on the far side. Pavon cutting in. Pavon scores. A lot, of, a lot of clips. Segura, Vela <laughs> in the middle. Vela trying to get it away. Falls for Latif. Blessing. Blessing yeah. around. Bingham. There it is. It's important to note they all sound alike, too. <laughs> yes, they're back you're... for Vela. Robbie Dolman didn't get there. Vela ties the game. And that's how it ended. It was tight, but. Oh, yeah. Well, that, it paid off just like those clips. <laughs> <laughs> that Zlatan dude, though. I mean. He's a different level. He, He's a god. Yeah. And I say that as an LAFC fan. The, you're not an LAFC fan. Um, <laughs> he, scored that, he scored the first goal and the second goal. He, yeah. he just stood there in front of their supporter group oh, yeah. and just held his hands out like, yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. Can you play he's, me the second clip again? I think I missed it. <laughs> Actually, I can't. That's Thank it. you, Jensen. For Thank you. That was the LAFC that. goal. Thank you so much. Oh, no, it's the LAFC yeah. goal. I can't play that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play that one. Okay. Trying to send it up. Zimmerman couldn't get it away from Ibrahimovic, who dribbles around Miller, and the Galaxy retake the lead. Okay, now I got it. Okay. Thank you. So you're saying Bean, a lot. you want to hear any clips? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> but you're saying an awful lot of attitude from a player for a game that they didn't win is what you're suggesting. I mean, they tied it, and mm-hmm. technically LAFC, who is running away, destroyed them. should have beat yeah. The Galaxy. Yeah, no. We've played five times. They've never beaten us. I there it. have I, been ties. I always hope they've never ties. That's always my dream. I hope they tie. That's not what anyone wanted. Tie, tie, tie. Not what anyone wanted, but better than losing. I always keep the tickets from the ones where they tie, so I remember forever. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, um, it was at LAFC. Game. So yeah. it's going to go to Galaxy when? I think it already did, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm not okay. positive. Bummer. I think it already did. I was going to go and support my team. Yes, they're not your team. Stop saying <laughs> yeah. that. Allie just says this to, to annoy me. No, I don't. You, hello, Kevin, when I came back from that LAFC game yes. against the Red Bulls, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That was <laughs> a guess. Red Bulls? That was a yeah, guess. Yeah, the Red Bulls. Okay. They're from New York. New York. Red Bulls, yeah. Um, oh, did I not say how incredible that that game was and yeah. I had the best time. Yes. And they're my How team. many of their games have you watched since then? Uh yesterday I watched a couple clips <laughs> of Ibrahimovic pushing a guy and he was covering his junk. Oh, do you need we have fun. some clips, some other clips you could hear. Okay, cool. I mean if you need another clip, I see Zimmerman trying to recover. Ibrahimovic on the far side. Pavon cutting in. Pavon scores. There you go. Listen, I'll say this. As a soccer fan, I've been to a Galaxy game and at that game, my friend Michelle Beadle allowed us to go down and meet Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I have pictures with that soccer god. Yeah, what a, what a fan you are. Huge, huge <laughs> fan of the galaxy. Until 
until I went to see LAFC. Mm. That stadium, can we discuss the stadium? That's why you like them, because they have beautiful. a nice new stadium. And the where we sat right on the um on the grassy area. Yeah. We call it the pitch as yes. soccer fans. <laughs> um right off from that is a bar where before the game it's an open bar. I mean, LAFC, let me love you. By the way, you haven't even mentioned Will Farrell is one of the owners. Will Farrell is one of the owners. He's the one that originally was like, hey, we're going to have a Falcon. And everyone's like, what? The Galaxy tweeted uh, LAFC's most famous owner, and it's Ebra. Picture of Ebra. Because he owned them, mother... We to tied a, them. To we a got three, them three good. Tie. Yeah, we got them good. We tied. We, we scored a minute we went 47 in. different. <laughs> no, you know what was sort of funny? It was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, all everyone was bummed <laughs> because LAFC wanted to win right. and they were close and Galaxy wanted to win and everybody's like, all right, well, I guess it's better. But they both really wanted did to win. Let's you, go to our cars. Did you watch Ibrahimovic's uh, uh, interview after the game yes. where he just apologized for being so he said, tired? I'm just too tired. <laughs> I mean, you just ran up and down the field for the whole game, scoring out of your mind. And he apologized. Yeah, we don't hear do you don't hear mugs apologizing. He's been up for forty eight hours <laughs> yeah. and he's running the boards. Yeah. And we heard a piece of another song in another song just I mean, a couple minutes it's ago. True. So it is true. you tell me who's the real athlete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic game. Back to you. All right. Uh, you have a minute left. I'm just going to... <laughs> Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Jensen, I want to turn the floor over to you and your mom to get yeah. us into this next topic. Yeah, I, uh, my mom has a lot of great stories uh, that come up over the years. Some I've heard maybe 300, 400 times each. <laughs> uh, and one of them that I like the most is that for some reason at both of her weddings, she's been married twice, once to a man when she was younger, then to my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had wedding ending fights. At both, at, both. at both weddings. Was so your mom the instigator? I, that's what we have to talk to her about. I don't. I mean, I know sort of the gist of it, but I don't know the full details. Like not, we're not talking fist fights. Oh, just... full on fist fights. No. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when, when you say brawls, we, wedding, brawls. wedding ending, this isn't where they cleared those people out and the rest of the party continue. This is like a Dodgers walk off home, right? <laughs> Everyone I, goes home. I believe party <gasps> over. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. All right. So out of the two weddings she's had, both had these fights. Yeah. She's sad. I don't know. I'm She's two for two. It's in a common denominator Agreed. here. There's only one person at both. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to the lovely Harold Dean, who joins us on the phone right now. Hello there, Harold Dean. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We are intrigued by your son's description. Can we start with wedding number one, please? What went wrong? Yes. Well, there was a woman there. She was flirting with one of the band members. She was married. So she was sitting. She sat on this table. It all came crashing down which was all the china and the crystal and everything. Okay. And before I knew it, a fight ensued, and they just said, don't hit the bride, because they grabbed the wedding cake and started throwing it. <gasps> there was food being slung everywhere, and it was at a beautiful, beautiful house. It was my mother-in-law's lake house, and it was really... Uh, I-, I just cried. I really just, I had the top oh, of the cake no. because I wanted to save it, mm-hmm. so I saved the top of the cake uh, with the, you know, the husband and wife on it, whatever the heck they were. And uh, yeah, it was it was sad. That was the end. Of course, everybody left. Uh, there was glass and food and everything spread all over the. And um, people punch each other in the face. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, my, my husband at that time, he was a, a retired stuntman. Yeah. So he knew how to hit with people thinking it was really bad mm -hmm. when it wasn't. But it was horrible. So, yeah, that was that was that wedding. And So, um, so wait, so yeah. even your husband got involved in throwing down. It wasn't just well, he, the guests. Yeah, he, he was mad at the girl who sat on the table and told her husband to keep her out of line. She's flirting with the whole thing started because she was obviously flirting with one of the band members. So right. that's how it started. I he came at him. I want to party with you, Harold. Yeah, seriously. Well, it only happens for about an hour, and then everyone goes home. <laughs> All right. I, I, I have the least confrontational person you will ever meet. Says the person seriously. with two fights at her wedding, right? Yeah. All right. So that was wedding number one, and then, uh, for however, for whatever reason, that ends, and then you uh, then you marry Jensen's father, and then you're thinking, yes. well, at least I've got wedding fights out of the way. At least I don't have to worry well, about that this time. Absolutely. It was years later, and uh, my very good girlfriend from school, she had a band with her husband, and, and her and I used to sing together, so hired them for the wedding, and so she had told me in, uh, that the last hour is my gift to you. Like a wedding gift. So she, yes. Yeah. As a wedding gift, the last hour of us playing very sweet. is my gift to you. Okay. So I said, fine. So here we go. We're off and running. Everybody's having a grand time, <laughs> and... Um, so then the hour was played over and went to get paid. And my Jensen's father went into the bedroom and I went with him to get the money out cash to pay the, the band leader, her husband. And he said, no, 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 it was, uh, it was for the, it was for money. That's was, not where this is going. It was for money. Oh, okay. that's not why they were in the bedroom. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry mom. Early. That's rude of them. Okay. So <laughs> they ended up saying that you owed another hour. He explained, no, it's between my girlfriend and me. So he said to her, no, it's not. I'm the band leader, and you owe an extra hour. So he got his finger in Jensen's father's face. Mm -hmm. Wow. And said, listen to me. You give it to me or you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so then. I never saw Jensen's dad fight. He had never, never fought again, really. Life. Yeah, I don't think it ever happened again. He's one and zero. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, no, I guess he was a big fighter as a kid, so he's probably like a hundred and six and two. But yeah, he was. Yeah, he was really. I, I mean, to say that this happened again, and he looked at him and goes, "Don't point in my face." You understand me? And then he pushed him in the chest with his finger, and that's all it took. And then, but it's, it was, then it's the whole family, right? And then it's then a bench they heard ball. the ruckus in the bedroom. Okay, the ruckus. I'm going. Oh my God! I'm it's, sitting on my. Are bed you thinking to yourself? It's happening. Point. It's happening again. Of course. That had to be going through your head. This is a nightmare. No, 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 not again. Geraldine, I've got to say, if you get married again, don't have a band. <laughs> Just put on a playlist. Right? Just have an iPad or something play music. No, so, it's so, a very sad, it's a very sad story because then my father came in. My mother guy, came yeah. in. My mother's on top of the guy trying to pull him off. Of my father. No, 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 no. It was, it was uh, part of the Please fight. Stop, part of the fight. Stop. It's my mom. Let's be respectful. It, they were just fighting. Yes, they were fighting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did this fight end that wedding? Yeah. It was a walk off. Of course it did. Another walk off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. My mom is the Dodger season of weddings. <laughs> you, have, you have cried at both of your weddings, Haroldine. Yeah. That was it. That was an indication of uh, yeah, never to get married again. I think. And, and, my, and, my, and my grandmother, I guess, had a purse and was just hitting a dude in the head with the purse, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. And I was oh impressed with Jensen's dad. I mean, oh my God, he, he was, was just barreling, and I was just crying. And then I'll tell you the funniest story was, 
I'm looking and I'm seeing somebody run out our front door with his wife. Mm-hmm. It was dear friends of ours, and he was an attorney. So oh, he didn't want. Oh, he wanted no oh, my God. If anyone needs me, here's my car. <laughs> I'll be home. I mean, I hate to give your mom a new nickname, but uh, World Star, thank you for joining us. <laughs> World Star Wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Harold. If anybody, we are... if, if anyone needs a party planner for their wedding, just no, call me. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> going to call you. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Mom. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's Bye. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. The table has been set. 1-800-520-1067. I know you, the Kevin Bean Lister, has been involved in a fight at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Either you were throwing punches or you were there to see it go down. We want to hear about it. Coming up next, call us 1-800-520-1067. We'll talk to you on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We're talking about fights breaking out at weddings. Jeff is first in Long Beach. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, party people. How are we doing? We are good. Great. What happened? Oh, this is fantastic. So I've got a, um, I've got an uncle who uh, served in Nam, and uh, his way of coping is just getting just mind-numbingly high all the time, including at my wedding. Mm. Uh, so a couple of my groomsmen uh, find him kind of pacing around uh, the uh, mansion at this this historical mansion that we got that was the site where we got married, mm-hmm. and they go up to him. And they're like, "Hey, man, what's uh, so what's going on?" And he kind of pulls everybody aside and whispers really low. It's like, hey, you guys want to help me burn this place to the ground? <gasps> what? what? What is the problem with you? <laughs> Wait, so what? My, my, so my stoner uncle Rick was also drinking. So crossfade is a very real thing, especially sure. with the elderly. So you've got to be careful. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he was pacing the building, uh, marching off the square footage to find out how much accelerant it would take oh to burn God. this mansion to the ground. Wow. You, you, you uh, know you don't get the security deposit back <laughs> if you burn the place to the ground, right? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No worries. Um, we got you. So, <laughs> so uh, my groomsmen let me know uh, what uh, Uncle Crazy Uncle Rick's plan was. Uh, and so five of us, very impeccably dressed, had to not very quietly lift a not-so-small gentleman and remove him from our wedding, almost <laughs> kicking and screaming, because fantastic. we weren't going to let him go along with his plot of burning my wedding venue to the ground. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you seem a little uptight. I mean, let your guests have a good time. I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't want no water. Let this mother effer burn. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. We're taking calls from people whose weddings had fights in them. Uh, from the 949, Stephanie, Costa Mesa. Dear Kevin and Bean, my husband's brother got married and the reception ended when he got so drunk he tried to fight multiple wedding guests, including his own father. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag World Star Wedding. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. That's exactly what we're looking for. And uh, let's get a girl fight on the air. Let's talk to our friend Gloria. She's in Norwalk. Her wedding sounds like one I wish I were at. Hey, Gloria. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What happened? So it wasn't my wedding, thank God, but um, when my husband and I were dating, um, and it's important to note that because I'll admit to being one of the girlfriends, we went to one of his buddy's weddings where um, a girl that the groom had been hooking up with regularly showed up, um, and she, she had also hooked up with, like, the best man. I mean, pretty much every groomsman. From what I know, my husband was, like, next on her list, so I definitely wasn't thrilled. Um, but there was, you know, obviously the girlfriends of all the groomsmen and the guys that she had, you know, hooked up with weren't thrilled. There was some snickering. 
Um, and around dinner time, the best man's girlfriend and this girl exchanged some words. Um, punches were thrown. I mean, people ended up on the ground. Of course, once the other girlfriend saw that uh, this one girl took the initiative to knock her out, the other girlfriends got involved. Oh, the wedding man. was pretty much over. It was a big, I'm talking on the ground. I really didn't think that this girl was going to get up off the ground. Wow. Oh, um, man. From the punch she took to the head, but <laughs> she did, and she threw punches back. And uh, it's, impo- it's also important to know the best man and the groom were brothers. Um, and this one girl had, like, I mean, she had, you know, she had been around town a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She, she hit up both brothers is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, first both, of all, um, first of all, I love her, and I will not have you be spiritual like that. But, <laughs> but second of all, did you did you throw a punch? It sounds like you got involved. Um, I I managed to pull some hair, but no, I didn't want to nice. make my own hair. Uh, <laughs> and I also... Okay. I didn't want to look super implicated, you know. I, I like pulled some hair and she did a run away, by like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hair ran off. Quick yeah. kick, keep running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gloria, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. Let's uh, let's get on a boat with Art, you guys. He's on line five. He's in Los Angeles. So a scuffle like this breaks out. You can't just leave. Hey, Art. That, yeah, that's right. What to do, all? Hi. Uh, what to do? Yeah, so this uh, this party, this uh, reception for this wedding was on a boat in the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. So there was nowhere to go when um, the groom's aunt, who was younger and very attractive, but she had a 17-year-old son, started drinking too much and started dancing with one of the groom's friends. Mm. And when they started making out on the dance floor, the 17-year-old son did not like that too much. All right. Understandable. So next thing you know, he's sitting there trying to shove the guy, and then a group of us get on the kid, and he was a really strong kid. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He had boat strength. yeah, I was going to say, it's that angry Hulk strength. Um, so it ended up, you know, with a group of us on one side of a door trying to protect our friend while the kids ramming the doors. We're trying to keep it shut. It ended up with us locking our buddy in the bathroom until they called the reception off and they pulled the boat back to shore. <gasps> wow. We're going to turn this boat around really happy. And they did. Yeah. Oh, That's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, it was wow. unbelievable. That 17-year-old is clearly on, like, roids or something. <laughs> yeah. He took out a whole <laughs> wedding. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Art. Appreciate it. Do we have time for one more or no? I think so, yeah. Because yeah. I just, I love the idea of the Royal Rumble uh, on line six. This is going to be Marco Pico Rivera. Just real quick. Marco, what happened, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? We're uh, good. Thank you. You guys... You guys have heard of the royal wedding, right? Well, this was the royal rumble. Rumble. Okay. Um, this was ten ten groomsmen, which were my friends because I was getting married, versus my brother's ten friends uh, that clearly were not invited to the wedding. Uh, at the time, my wife was pregnant, four and a half months pregnant, oh. and uh, there was chairs being thrown, tables being thrown over an argument at the open bar, which is of course how it all happened. We well, gotta have um, that. It was, it, I know, right? And yeah. it was to the point where we. We had to go uh, to our honeymoon the next day. We spent it in Kaiser with my wife. Oh, oh no. Yes. Thank God my, my son <laughs> my son was born six months later. Uh, nothing happened to the baby, so thank God. But, yep, that's how, how we start. spent our honeymoon in Kaiser. <laughs> wow. Yep. And it's, it's been smooth sailing ever since, right? <laughs> Uh, no, we got divorced three, uh, three years later. <laughs> right. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is here with our final look at what's happening here on this Monday morning. Uh, let's discuss um, something that we, we've we been kind of dancing around all morning. I don't want to answer that question. That's a clown question, bro.
What have we been um, dancing around? We we haven't mentioned it because we think it shouldn't matter. But um, those weekend uniforms. Uh, oh yeah, were the Nick, worst Nick things yeah. that the Dodgers have ever done. First of all, by doing the all white, it was Granted, all, all MLB, right? all yeah. Major League Baseball. Yeah, but you you got to choose. The home team got to choose if they did the all white or the all black. They did the right thing. You don't want to be wearing all black in LA. It's going to be hotter. Racist. I get it, yeah. but. They are the worst uniforms, and I'm going to say, and I know I shouldn't be this shallow, it it took me out of the game. I was not enjoying the game as much because the uniforms blew so bad. I thought the guys were here to paint my house. That's what I thought. <laughs> right? They look like Q-tips out there. It was the worst. It did look like a bunch of Cheesecake Factory waiters. Right? <laughs> uh, I thought, also, the whole thing about Players Weekend is they can use their nicknames on the back, and mm-hmm. that's like part of it. And you couldn't even, couldn't read, even them read them because yeah. they were all in white. Yeah, because yeah. it was white on white. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. No. I'm just glad no. he wasn't around to see it. He's still alive. You know that, right? He was still alive. I just men at, in the booth. Okay, good. But I will say this. Uh, there was one great thing that happened in baseball this weekend. Not sure if you saw this. It was the Padres. Um, they were hosting the Red Sox. And if you've ever been to a Red Sox game or watched one on television, bottom of the eighth inning, you hear Sweet Caroline at the ballpark. Everybody just sings along, loses it. So the fact that they were doing it in San Diego was bizarre. Yeah. But then they had up on the Jumbotron, they were showing only Red Sox fans in their Red Sox jerseys. Like, the joy on their faces hearing Sweet Caroline at a, another stadium. It was like a slice of home. It was a slice of home. Yeah. So you just hear the song going, and then right at the part where it's Sweet Caroline... Up pops Rick Astley on the screen, and he's like, never going to give you up. They rickrolled every Boston fan there. I would like to have seen all of the faces that were so happy a minute before. It brought me so much joy. It made me laugh so hard. I just really enjoyed it. By the way, this is still a bop, even with it being a meme or whatever. Still Still like this. It's great. And you saw... um, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl brought him out on stage again. Again. This time at at Glastonbury, right? Or Reading, wherever he was doing uh, Reading or Leeds. Whatever festival it was, yeah. One of those. They're like like best buds now. It's amazing. It's amazing. Ali, I know we've mentioned this before, but at one time on this show, we did a segment on the Wheel of Bad Ideas. We did a segment called (laughs) What's Up with Rick Astley? And it landed on that, and we picked up the phone, and we called Rick Astley and interviewed him on the show. The real Rick Astley? Yep. Yeah. Did he know the call was coming? Yes. Okay. I thought it'd be funny if you just shocked him. No. He knew the call was coming, and he couldn't have been any nicer, and this was oh. in those years that he really kind of wasn't doing anything, mm-hmm. but he was so incredibly rich from when he was doing stuff that he was just, you know, just living his best life, man. And can we say, A, who got the last laugh because he's all over the place and Rick Rolling is just awesome, mm-hmm. but that dude is hot. He never got better, aged. He, he got better looking the older absolutely. he got. Absolutely. The kids yeah. call that a glow up. Oh, is that what it is? A glow but, up? but he was never ugly. So a sure, glow but he up, got better looking. I don't think he got better looking. I think he just stayed the same. No, I think he He's got better looking. I think he had a little bit of Alfred E. Newman at the back in the day. I really do. Oh, I didn't know this would turn into a Judge Rick Astley's <laughs> looks segment. Um <laughs> The point is, he's delightful. He was yes. super nice to us, and apparently he's just still living his best life and enjoying the heck out of it, which right. is great. When All we right. called, he should have just done this. 
first ever big roll. He's got two hits, right? He's together forever. Yeah, he's multiple hits. Those are the two biggest, but yeah. When I Fall in Love was Together forever and Yeah, it was a good song. I love that song. Bop also. Can't stop moving over there. Guys, tonight, it's the uh, MTV VMAs 2019, hosted by comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Here's here's the thing. (laughs) Here is uh, what's going to happen at the finale. Hey, kids, you guys ever get a pasta from your Uncle Marty? You ever go to Chipotle? Here's uh, here's the finale. Who's in a got, calzone? Bring out Billie Eilish. You got Queen Latifah. <laughs> you've got Wyclef Jean. You've got Naughty by Nature, Red Man, and Fetty Wap. What, hey. what is happening for that finale? That Fetty Wap around my area, you don't say things like that. <laughs> okay, see what you did. Fetty Wap. <laughs> um, and I was trying to figure out why all of them would be coming out together at the end. Is it a 20th anniversary of 99 thing? It's a, it's a, they're all from New Jersey where the awards oh are being held for the first oh. time. Fetty Wap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, where's Bruce Springsteen? Where's Bon Jovi? That's what I'm asking. Where's the boss? Where's Whitney? Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Mendez. He was just about to say, where's Whitney Houston? And I'm glad you kept going because I hear you, Bean. And no. And did not. Fetty Wap. <laughs> All right. Look, look, look. Uh-huh. He has opened... I've seen interviews with him about this MTV Awards. The reason he's doing it is because a lot of people don't know who he is, even though he's one of the richest comedians in the world. He sold out four nights at Madison Square Garden in two days, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's doing all right for he's himself. He's doing it. But there's a large segment of people who don't know him, and I think that's why he's putting himself in front of a whole new audience here. And he openly confesses he doesn't know any of these artists. What's the deal with pineapple and ham on pizzas? Jesus. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, Camilla Cabello. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about pop music at all. So it's going to be a really interesting experience to see him doing this show. You going to watch it, Bean? No. Okay. <laughs> right. For somebody. For somebody, okay. it's going to be an interesting experience. Right. I mean, I'll tune in at the top of the show to see Taylor open it, and then, mm-hmm. uh, then I'm out. I hope he says, it's a me, Wario. <laughs> Just hope at one point he says that. Wow. <laughs> I actually... Dave tells me that they, uh, on the most recent episode of the B-Team, e- either covered or will cover when it's released, us calling Rick Astley, and they have the audio. Oh, right. I love it. Excellent. Uh, you're selling it way too hard, man. It was not that good. I don't know. I still would be interested in hearing it, though. <laughs> it still sounds like a fun thing to hear, right? After all these years? That's the beauty of the B-Team. Yes. I think you're remembering it better than it was. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's Harry Styles. I got the styles from my mom. (laughs) Did that work? Nah, I would have stopped after the last one. Okay. (laughs) Wouldn't have done the the final one, no. You guys, uh, do you have any uncashed checks laying around? Like, I know for me, I have a bunch of SAG checks that are so pathetic that I'm like, I'm not going to the bank Ooh, just for this. Over so there, you right? let it. Once you have like five or six of them, that you're like, okay, that's at least eight dollars. Or it adds up to just almost ten bucks. Right. Then you go. Then I'll go. But other than that, any uncashed checks laying around for you guys? I do. Mm-hmm. I have one. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. What if you're um, Aretha Franklin, who reportedly had nearly $1 million in uncashed checks at the time of her death? Yeah. You guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Everything from publishing to the Screenwriters Guild to Sound Exchange, all totaling almost a million dollars. 
Wow. Wow, that's unbelievable. That's not bad. That's my point. Didn't she also have multiple wills, including one that they found in the couch cushion in yes. the living room? Uh, <laughs> one was found in the couch. Uh, the other two were... That's where you're were... supposed to keep them, right? <laughs> Don't trust the guy who's like, what's this in the couch? Like, <laughs> right. look what well, I found. Well, originally... It's got it, my name all over it. It was no wills were found. Right. And everyone's like, she had wills. We know she had wills. And then her sons were like, well, here's another one from the couch. Here's <laughs> another one. So, I mean, maybe be a little bit better with cashing checks. I found this one in my computer. (laughs) She emailed it to me to check, and that's why it's from my email. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, I don't know, bud. Let's wrap it up, guys. Some great birthdays today. Macaulay Culkin, Shirley Manson from Garbage, Adrian Young from No Doubt, actors Chris Pine, Melissa McCarthy, and comedian John Mulaney. And that's what's happening. Mugs, where are you going to be? Woohoo! Yo, hey! Uh, uh, yeah, test one, two, check. West Covina, am I on? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can't hear. West Covina today. Oh hey, by the way, if you're anywhere near West Covina, this is the day to meet Mom. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's going to be out of his mind. No, he's, he's fresh. He's on fresh. Fire. Hallucinating. <laughs> Hot topic. Oh, Hot. God, he's going to be insane. <laughs> I'm going to do a Sebastian Maniscalco yeah. trunk. Yeah, do it. Uh, 1 to 3 p.m. at the Hot Topic at 268 Plaza Drive in West Covina. We are going to have tickets to Corn and Allison Chains. We'll have Blink-182. But most importantly, that's where you get your new K-Rock sticker, where you enter to win a private performance with Billy. Eilish, a meet and greet for you and a friend and a 2019 Honda Fit. And that's going on till the end of the week. So come down, hang out. Maybe I'll take you to the spot where Clifton's used to be and I could tell you about it. Oh, very exciting. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Now sell. you got people. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Hey, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you mugs. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful <laughs> Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Uh, Jensen has a fast food report. Comedian Burt Kreischer, one of our favorites in studio. Very happy about that. And we've got more passes for you for the K-Rock Advanced screening of IT Chapter 2. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Screw all the haters and what they say. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.